welcome to the talk main radio show live it's me again i'm your host i'm the talk man here to talk to you about fantasy football like we do every friday every friday I mean, we've been doing this for I don't, know, I don't know how long we've been doing this for but we do it for you two listeners um 12 out sports we love our 12 out sports here um and you know first first things first First things first, 12 on Sports, 12 on Sports Radio, uh, dot com, which is right here, 12 on Sports Radio dot com. You can catch our articles there, 12 on Sports Radio, we got the merch, we got the merch here, we got the merch, we got all the merch for you. And you can also check out uh, 12 on Sports Radio, 12 on Sports, on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, all the social media channels that all the normal people uh, use. I don't use them, well, on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, which I gotta get back to, um, but overall, twelve on sports. We love twelve on sports. We love all our content creators, sports comment content creators here. Uh, everybody has a different opinion. That's what we like, rather than you know how I go off every week about you know the regular. The studio. I was watching something now. I mean, you know, a minute in, I'm ready off topic. <laughs> a minute in, I want to go to talk about. Something I saw about uh, that guy Bomani Jones from from ESPN. So they did a thing on him. Like, where'd that guy come from? Um, anyway, Talk Me Radio Show Live. You catch us here every Friday, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, streaming only on 12 Ounce Sports. Like I tell you every week. So subscribe to 12 Ounce Sports. And don't forget to subscribe to Talk Me Radio on YouTube, Parlor Odyssey, and friend us on MeWe. Uh, we're going to get. I usually take a break from all this crap after the Super Bowl, after the football's over. Start getting, start ramping it back up uh, probably uh, next week or the week after around draft time. I got something I do want to show you guys, and we're going to get to that. That's going to be on the YouTube channel, but uh, it's not ready yet, so uh, uh, we'll talk about that later. And it's exciting, but not not going to talk about it here because we got a lot of crap we can talk about, despite being the offseason. A bunch of stuff going on. I do want to continue what I was talking about last week. It's a, uh, uh, in ter- well, here's the rundown, basically. I, I didn't finish up my tight ends last week. So we're going to talk about the article I was looking at last week. We're going to talk about my top 10 I have for uh, tight ends and how they differ uh, in opinion with the, with the article I read. Uh, we're talking about Baker Mayfield. Uh, some, some new information coming out. I got to talk about um, uh, Brandon Cooks resigning. Don't sleep on uh, Brandon Cooks. And we're going to go over the free agency news. Uh, we're going to go through, uh, like I use, uh, Spot Track. Those guys got to bang, bang, bang who, who got picked and when they got picked. So we're going to use that to, to update our uh, free agents. And guys, I think, are going to have value next year. There are guys out there you got to keep an eye on. They'll be on the radar. I know they'll be on the radar. Uh, but uh, I'll give you my opinion on them and. Uh, where you should, uh, I mean, quarterbacks, I, I have quarterbacks, running backs, wide receiver, and I even have a tight end in there that's uh, recent. But the thing is, uh, we're going to, you know, the, the quarterbacks, it's hard to, it's hard to see um, quarterbacks in, in the free agent market come out and do, do super well. They usually get drafted. I mean, they usually well, get drafted uh, or uh, traded. And, uh, and even that isn't, 
you know, doesn't mean, oh, that means that guy's going to be great. because I mean, worked out for Brady. We'll see about Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz. And, I mean, he did throw 27-7. and seven. But uh, we're going to talk about that. free. We're going to finish off on free agents at the end of the show. But uh, overall, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. So let's get into it now. Everyone knows you can find my show and dozens of other shows right here on 12 Out Sports. Right here. But did you know there's a ton of live sports on the network as well? You can watch football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse, racing, basketball, and more right here on 12 Out Sports. I wonder if you can watch that, that show where the guy whipped the other guy and then the other guy whips him and they just keep whipping each other until one guy falls. That's, that's a real sport, I think. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Also, check us out on Zingo TV, channel 761. Zingo TV. I keep telling you about that. Quench your sports thirst. You got to do it. Also, Amazon. When you're online using Amazon, uh, 12OutSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon is coming up on the bottom. You'll see it trolling. Uh, get shopping when you're doing that on Amazon. 12OutSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon. You'll see it. Uh... That's all you need to do to help us out. You know you're going on Amazon. It helps us out when you're on Amazon. Uh, 12OutSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon. And get shopping. Get shopping. Now, where are we? What are we doing? Uh, let's talk tight ends real quick. I, never, I, I didn't want to wait till the end of the show in case I missed out on uh, discussing what I said I was going to discuss before. But... Let's see what they got. So, uh, top 12 fantasy tight ends. Now, like I tell you every year, uh, tight ends, I, I have, uh, uh, stop that. Uh, my tight end strategy is, uh, if you're in a league that you have to have a tight end, which is most leagues now, I'm in a league that doesn't have one. Um, but if you're in a league that you have to have a tight end, either, you draft him early, like uh, Kelsey, or if you like uh, Waller or Andrews, or yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend Kittle because he's so injury prone. But uh, if you if you like one of those guys, those are the guys you're targeting. Go get them. Go get. Make sure you uh, you find out where his ADP is, and you know. Make room on the draft side, uh, probably around earlier, and see. You know, I mean, that, that might not even that probably won't guarantee you you'll get him, but uh, you'll you know you get a good shot. You probably won't get him in all your leagues, but you'll get him in some, uh, maybe most. But if that's what you're gonna do, if, if you like a tight end out there, go get him. Make sure you go get him. And uh, I, I play it one of two ways: either I'm going out and getting a guy like that. I'm going out and getting Travis Kelsey and using him, you know, and he's my top tight end. He's <laughs> he's pretty much a top wide receiver. And um, we also have, uh, if you're going to go for a guy you think is going to blow up, then we wait. And, and you just wait. You wait him out. If you get a guy, you know, you, you think is going to go seventh, eighth round, ninth round, you know, you go, you get them in the, the seventh round. You get them, you try and get them around early. Uh, tight ends, though, they, they're, they're, they're top heavy, and then they, they, they just start getting them on the back end. There's dribs and drabs in the middle, uh, but in the back end, you can probably find uh, somebody you're looking at, like a Mike Yosaki, who I liked last year. I told you I liked him, and then you had the, the game one was zero for zero, drop, 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 and then you pick him up, and then he does well. 
how it worked last year. But um, so that's kind of my uh, my insight in the tight end position when you when you're drafting him uh, online. Um, and don't forget, keep your eye out. Uh, keep your eye on uh, the waiver wires. Uh, like I said, Mike Gesicki was a drop, instant drop, week two, instant drop. He had zero for zero for zero, and everybody dropped. This guy stinks. I went and grabbed him, put him on the bench. He started getting better. He did have a couple crap games in there, but he did enough to you know, yeah, to get me to the championship in a couple leagues that I had him. So, uh, well, let's get into this. I'm sitting here talking. Talking up my shit. So, uh, first, there we go. So here's our tight ends for for next year. Uh, Kel, uh, Kelsey at the top. We got Pitts at number two, but we're gonna go over. Let's go over where. Uh, the experts have them. Now, uh, Mark Andrews, it's hard to argue with Mark Andrews, number one. I just don't see it. After this was done, this, this, so this is March 18th was, uh, well, let's see. He's 33 years old. He's 33 years old. Uh, I don't think. Uh, Tyreek Hill was gone by then. At least he didn't have him in this. So. Um, let's... So, Mark Andrews, number one. Andrews finished at the tight end one total points. Uh, finished points per game. Uh, he did so by leading the, the position targets, catches, and yards. 26% target share, 9.1 targets per game. Led the position. Finished uh, as a top 12 finish tight end in 12 of 17 games. And is in top six in each of the last three seasons. 26 touchdowns at the position since 2019 at his position. Uh, the most impressive part is what he did uh, with multiple QBs. Lamar Jackson was forced to miss time last year, and he still kept going. Because he's, he's tight ends are, if you have young quarterbacks or inexperienced quarterbacks, tight ends are the best option because they're bigger targets. And when you get a top tight end, he's going to get even more of a target share. That's why he did what he did. I mean, they, did, they still missed the playoffs, but he did awesome. <laughs> you know? Uh, Mark Andrews, number one. I, I see that point. I don't agree with it. I, I don't think he's going to be the number one guy uh, next year. I think uh, there, there, there are other players um, in other offenses that are going to give him a run for his money. And it's hard to keep – it's hard to keep, you know, be the number one guy over a stretch – over multiple seasons when, you know, there's so much comp competition at the top end of the position with Kelsey, with Waller, with Pitts, in my opinion, with Kittle. Uh, there's just too much competition. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that he's going to be the number one guy again next year. Uh, not that he's not going to be bad. I like Mark Andrews. I like him every year. But uh, we'll see. I don't, I don't have him as number one. Uh, I have him as number three, actually. Uh, Travis Kelsey is my number one. He is their number two here. And it's kind of, and I think it's only more so now because of Tyreek Hill leaving, uh, which means it's Kelsey and whoever emerges from this crop of wide receivers. And if they draft somebody as well, 
So we'll see what happens there. But Kelsey Vincent as a tight end number two in 2022, ending a streak of five years as a top-scoring tight end. Yeah, he was a top-scoring tight end for five years. He averaged 15 uh, fantasy points per game in six seasons. He only played in the NFL with 80 catches, 1,000 yards in six straight seasons. I mean, we know Travis Kelsey. He's in that offense. He's got the quarterback. He is going to be 33 this year. So he doesn't have much longer to go as the top guy. But uh, I think it's hard to not put him at the top uh, being uh, in the offense that he's in uh, and having the rapport with uh, Mahomes. Uh, he's my number one guy. It's just a safe bet. I know. I understand the argument for the safe bet for Mark Andrews being his number one last year, but I would go with the number three guy to be the number one guy over the number one guy here. You get it? You get what I'm saying? So on my list, I got Kyle Pitts going number two. Uh, it's a little bit of a stretch, but uh, but he's the only guy there, and you have a, a quarterback coming in who. Uh, the offensive coordinator, or the coach knows him, and he um, he has basically one weapon there. And the, the other weapon that they kind of had signed with the, with the box, Russell Cage. So pro- if they go with – I don't think they're going to go with a quarterback now. I think they're set with Mariota. Uh, I think they're going to try this out and see where it goes. And I think they bring back maybe another wide receiver, maybe even a, an offensive line with that first pick. Who knows? But the, he's going to be the focal point of the offense, no matter what. Uh, Pitts at three may seem high to come, but, you know, I strongly been considering moving him. Yeah, he, he makes a good point there. He can, I mean, he's, he's basically a wide receiver out there. Uh, and uh, he's... You know, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse. He's the only guy they have in that offense. Um, you know, I mean, I guess you can go quarter Patterson. Mm. Uh, he's a running back anyway. Um, unless they or they can they can draft somebody and uh, maybe try and trade Calvin Ridley next year. Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, you know, all in all, even with and, and with uh, Matt Ryan being gone, you know, there's there's. You know, it, it, this is going to be a very Kyle Pitts-friendly offense going into next year. That's why I have him so high. So, I, I don't know yet if he's going to be a target, but he's definitely going to be high on my list, as he should be on yours. Oh, okay. And number four, they got Darren Waller. I have uh, Darren Waller number five. Um, mostly because of the injury last year. I'm not huge on, on, on guys coming off injury, especially, I mean, Darren Waller, he's, yeah, he's a great, I think he's a great tight end, uh, but it took him a little while to come around, and he is 28, 29, something like that. Waller, for is another one, uh, is another one that may seem high uh, to some as he was just tight end 17 last year, but that was largely due to injuries. That's correct. He was tight end 6 in fantasy peep, uh, points per game and remains one of the very best at, at his position. His 8.5 targets per game were second in position. His 8 uh, end zone targets were third, despite him playing just 11 games. Um, that was all. That was uh, a super strange season for Waller and the Raiders. Uh, this year, the offense will be handled by former Patriots OC Josh McDaniels, who has a history of success when it comes to managing big physical tight ends like Waller. Uh, so uh, even with the addition of uh, Devontae Adams, um, 
I I think there's plenty of they, they they're gonna throw the ball a lot. Um, they they make the off the, the offense is kind of well the offense last year was the offense under um, Derek Carr, and I'm not putting saying anything bad about Derek Carr. He has his uh, completion percentage is way up there, but he does throw a lot of short patterns to uh, Waller and. Uh, um, the little guy, Hunter Renfro, who I like. Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I think they're throwing the ball just as much, if not more, and Waller's going to get uh, a similar amount of targets. Uh, they're just going to throw the ball all over the place. And I think he's going to be beneficiary. He's still number five on my list, but injuries, eh, it'll kind of turn me off. Uh, number five on their list is George Kittle. I think I had him as number six. Um, I like George Kittle. It's his injuries. It's all it is. You know, he, and I feel bad for guys who go out and grab him, you know, in the third, fourth round because, you know, there's so many other guys out there. You know, guys that are top, that are going to be top of the class at the end of the season are getting drafted in the third and fourth round. And uh, you're wasting on the guy who gets injured a lot. Uh, kill at five may seem low, but the last season, he, last season he finished as a tight end four in total points and fantasy points per game. He did so averaging 14 points per game. Uh, a feed is now top in four straight season. Kittle's an up and down this past season. He had some monstrous games where he won 30 points, where he topped 30 fantasy points, but also had stretches where he was held in check. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's, and now you have uh, uh, Debo Samuel. Um, Taking some, well, he's taking the big shots away. But Trey Lance, and who knows what he's going to do? He's he's a quarterback. I mean, I think they're going to, I think they're going to be okay. But he's going to have a learning curve, and I get it. The tight end is a big piece of, uh, you know, keeping that learning curve down a little bit. But you've also got Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, and another guy they're going to talk about, and they run the ball a lot. So it's you know, it's just. It's tough seeing him move out of the middle of the pack in terms of tight ends. Not that he's bad to have on your team, but I think there's better better guys out there. And his injuries bring him down, in my opinion. So, um, Dalton Schultz. I think Dalton Schultz is in for a much better season than he had last year because they, they, they just lost a bunch of guys. So, you know, your, your quarterback's going to have to throw the ball to somebody. And you're replacing Michael, you're re- replacing Amari Cooper with, with Michael Gallup. Uh, you're not. You don't have any replacements for Cedric Wilson, which I'm assuming we're going to deal with in the draft. Uh, we'll check to see if uh, Dallas picked up anybody in, in the free agent market, which I'm not sure if they did. Rashard Higgins, maybe. I'm not sure. But uh, Dalton Schultz is in for a big year. His targets are going to go up, and uh, I think this is going to be a huge year for him. I have him as number four, I think. Uh, number four, right? Boom, right there. And uh, I like him going to next year. Is he? A, is he a? A guy to keep an eye on? Yes. Is he a target? I don't know yet. Uh, Gronk, number seven. Uh, I think, yep, I have him at number seven. It's pretty good. Um, Gronk is Gronk. He's going to sign pretty soon, I'm sure. Uh, One more year with Brady. I think this is Brady's last year, so this is going to be Gronk's last year. And uh, see if they can win one more. And, yeah, Gronk is seventh overall in total points in tight end. And tight end three in fantasy points per game. Yeah, he had huge games. And when he came back, it was like seven for 100. 
He's fine. Him and, Gr- him and Brady are fine. Uh, number eight, TJ Hawkinson. I'm not a big TJ Hawkinson fan. I never, I, I was in the beginning when uh, Matthew Stafford was there, but not with uh, Jared Goff. I just, I just don't see it. So um, we're just gonna, yeah. I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, I mean, I think he, you know he has the the opportunity. I, I just don't see it happening. I, I just, they, I'm not. I just don't like him. I just don't like him in the offense. That I'd rather have Amon Ren say Ra, whoever that guy is, the the the, the wide receiver that happened last year. I'd rather have him. DeAndre Swift is good, um, but uh, I'm just not seeing it. Uh, although there's a lack of tight ends in the league that make any you know uh, huge value. I mean, no offense. No fit, the same thing. And he went, you know, he came out in the same draft class. He's a meh kind of guy. Uh, top ten tight end. Well, see, tight ends, they, like I said, they're they're so small. Of a, you know, you have two. You know, they're, they're kind of like run. They're, they're even more um, scarce than running back. So you either have to get the guy at the top, uh, like a, like a, like a Kelsey, go with a first round pick or a high second round pick. For a guy like Kelsey or second round, third round, go and get uh, Andrews or Waller or Kittle or something like that, or wait until uh, these guys pop up. They got these guys outside of the top five because, uh, and then you got to make you know do your homework on the guy who's going to do well. Like I like I told you, Mike Gesicki last year. I just don't like TJ. I just, you know, I, I don't like him on my team. Uh, Zach Ertz at number nine. Uh, he's getting a little old. He's getting a little old there. Um, I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray. He's he's popping off with the mouth about something. I don't know what the hell's going on there. So you don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Kyler Murray. But uh, come on now, the Zach Ertz stuff. He's a little old. He's a little past it. Uh, uh, keep going to mine. Pat Frymuth. I don't like it. I don't know who the quarterback here is going to be when when Roethlisberger was there. Having, uh, he had a strong rookie campaign. They're correct on that, but you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Uh, I'm going to talk about that later in terms of Pittsburgh and their quarterback situation. Uh, but uh, I, I, there's way more guys I would I would, I would, I would take before Pat Fryermuth. As you can see here, I'll take any of these guys. Dallas Goddard. Goddard finished eighth. Uh, they don't throw the ball. They're over the... the they're 10 miles away from me. I know. They don't throw the ball. They run the ball. So, I mean, I get it. He's, you know, one of their one of their big guys. But now they have uh, Devontae Smith there, who they're going to try and make uh, into the uh, top wide receiver here. That He's going to move into a secondary role or at least a co-1-1-A role with him. So, uh, and even with that, you're not throwing the ball. So, you know, what, what do you, I mean, you know, he'll have some games here and there, but so will Dawson Knox. You know, so David and Joku. I don't get, you know, yeah. I just don't see him as a top flight guy. I want top flight guys. Here's top flight guy. Now, he finished uh, as tight end eight overall last year. He was tight end fourteen in fantasy point. Excuse me, fantasy points per game. He's now been a top twelve tight end uh, in three straight seasons and top eight back to back. Seventy three catches were fifth. 6.6 targets per game or seventh. Uh, two touchdowns, not good. 
Uh, Got to get more. Uh, new head coach is going to help out. He helped work uh, some magic on Kittle and 49ers offense. That's true. Uh, not that Kaseki is anything close to Kittle, but he has a unique, a unique talent that is almost more wide receiver than tight end. Uh, McDaniel should be able to properly utilize Kaseki once again and make him a fancy tight end one. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, also, don't forget, like I said, Dawson Knox and uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry had a really good year last year. Uh, and t- I played against him. Trust me, I know. Um, he did well last year. So, uh, his bonus, Dawson Knox, Logan Thomas, and Hunter Henry, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, that's what I think. They got some right. I'm a little off on some of these guys. I'm not a big TJ Hawkinson fan. Um, Kittle and Waller, injuries. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I like. Um. Uh, Travis Kelsey's not my number one, and Mark Andrews is always good to have on your team. So I'm 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 bored with most of their guys, but towards the end I got a difference of opinion. Uh, but like everybody else, the top five are pretty much the same throughout. Maybe somebody throws in a, a, a I don't know I don't know who they were throwing out of the top. At least top five: three Pitts, Waller, and Kittle. Uh, Dalton, Dalton Schultz, who I throw in there. Top six are pretty much set, and well, top seven, Gronk, and then once you get past that, so I kind of agree with them on seventy percent of their stuff, and of the top ten. So that's uh, that's the that, that's my tight end news for you, and that's the article. You can go check it out on NFL.com. So uh, moving on, now you, you want to go bet, right? That's what you want to go do. Well, then head over to mybookie.ag and use the promo code 12 Sports if you want to go do that. Uh, when you sign up on mybookie.ag, you got to use the promo code 12 Sports. That's 1-2-O-Z-Sports, all caps, no spaces, uh, so you can get the deposit bonus. First-time users only apply, all right? So that's mybookie.ag, promo code 12 Sports, all caps, no spaces, 12 Sports. Uh, always get more responsibly when you're out there. You don't, you don't want to lose all the money. You need the money. You got to pay your bills. So it's true. Also, as I tell you every 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 week, Zingo TV. Check out Zingo TV. It's free. Please use the promo code Twelve Ounce. That's just one two O Z. It really helps out when you do that. Twelve Ounce Sports is channel seven sixty one, uh, but they also have actual sports channels, music channels. Uh, movies, you can check out a bunch of stuff, but you gotta go check it out to find out what you like. Uh, go to uh, ZingoTV.com, it's free, and use the promo code 12 ounce 120 z on ZingoTV.com. It's free, it's free stuff. So, next, let's talk. I, I just saw this. I mean, I saw this yesterday, but um, they seem to be talking about the, the Baker Mayfield. Um, his talk on the uh, he's disrespecting on all right whatever um, the, the you really don't have much of a choice there I mean you could say whatever they want to do is what they're going to do you you you're under contract with them I mean I guess you could sit out if you want um, but that, that really doesn't help your case much so I don't know if he's going anywhere I got a funny feeling he is uh, but I I think it's going to be tough uh, to get him out of here. Um, because what people are going to want for him, what people are going to want to give much up if they want to trade for him. So what are you going to do? You can trade him for nothing? Or you can keep him around just in case uh, Deshaun Watson gets suspended. 
which I think they're, they're, they're I, I'm sure they've had conversations about that. But you know, you really want to play? Ah, you're gonna play, and then we're gonna trade you. It's gonna be tough. But anyway, uh, Seahawks resigned Geno Smith as Baker Mayfield sets sights on Seattle. Uh, he mentioned that he wanted to get here in this interview. He wanted to go to Seattle, or he's looking into Seattle, or he'd like to go there. He'd like to push for Seattle. They just signed Geno Smith, who uh, Geno Smith's thirty something years old, and Baker Mayfield's twenty six, twenty seven. So Baker Mayfield knows his best remaining choice uh, being an NFL starting quarterback in 2022 is uh, with the Seahawks. Not so fast, though. Uh, his quarterback room is getting crowded. They, they re-signed Geno Smith. Geno Smith's been there. He's been there for like three years. And they brought in Drew Locke. So you want all those quarterbacks in there? I think they're going to try and make a, a, a choice between. They're probably going to work on defense uh, this year, just like they did just like they did in uh, 2000. Just like they did um, when they built the Super Bowl team. Defense, defense, deep defense. Uh, and uh, they went out, got Marshawn Lynch, and worked on their defense. And then they got Russell Wilson, and then it went off. Now, Russell Wilson don't grow on trees. But, uh, you, you know, there's opportunities out there uh, for, you know, to go and get a quarterback, um, Maybe trade for one later on, uh, kind of like what Denver did. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, what they do from from here on in. The draft will tell you a lot. Their first pick will tell you a lot. But uh, I think uh, closing that. I think they're set, especially if they bring back Geno Smith. Now, it's not to say they won't bring him in, but it's just going to be. Um, uh, it's it's definitely going to be difficult if the Browns don't want to do anything. So um, you've got two quarterbacks in there. They may be going to draft a quarterback in the first round. If they do that, then they're not set on either of the, any of these guys. I, I, I think they understand that Geno Smith is, is a backup. He's not taking this team anywhere. So uh, they want to get. A, I'm sure they want to get a look at Drew Locke. But they could be going after a, a quarterback with the first pick this year, and then you know let everything sort itself out. Kind of. Everybody kind of knows where they're going. <laughs> so uh, that'll be interesting. If they go defense, they could be uh, they they could be working the script that they used to go to the Super Bowl the first time. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do here, but I, I don't see them going for Baker Mayfield that much anymore, uh, especially after they signed Geno Smith. Mayfield 27 wants the Browns to trade him after they acquired Sean Watson and gave Watson a fully guarantee. Yeah, they didn't give him a ton of money during an interview on the uh, You Never Know podcast. We felt disrespected by the Browns. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah, blah, 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 the Colts, Matt Ryan, uh, the Commanders, Car Carson Wentz, Seahawks, uh, all right, so, Jesus, Nina Hartley, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, anyway, so, this popped up. Uh, I think Pat McAfee had it on the show that uh, uh, somebody was talking about going to um, the Seahawks. Or no, wait. Hold on. <laughs> so, uh, Robbie Anderson said, no, nah, I don't want this guy coming over here. <laughs> I don't want this guy coming over here. Uh, 
No, it's going to be followed up subsequent. Does not want Baker Mayfield to come to Carolina. You'd rather have P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold. Now, this is, a, this is when I get into the whole uh, inmates running the asylum there. Hold on a second. You don't make the decisions over there on who we're bringing on the team. Especially if you're saying we want Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker, for that matter, running our team. Come on now. Come on now. So, if they're talking about it, which I, I wouldn't even be against that much, uh, you got to watch this there in uh, uh, DJ Moore. Uh, <laughs> got Robbie Anderson, too. Uh, I, I wouldn't be all that astonished at them bringing him in to upgrade the position. Um, they couldn't, I mean, although they could still have a bad taste in their mouth from the Sam Darnold thing, we're bringing in another early round pick, and he, fl- you know, he floundered, and we stunk. And we're going to bring another one to come in and flounder and stink. And it's not like they have a lot of offense that goes around. Okay, P, uh, uh, DJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson is the deep threat. And Christian Caffrey, when he plays, is good. But what else do you got? Not much. And the defense, as they, they started off strong last year, kind of got a little banged up uh, as the year went on and then fell down to earth. So I'm not really sure about that, uh, of him going to Carolina. Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, anyway, that's what I think of that. Uh, I got to move on quick. Brandon Cooks uh, got a contract extension. Brandon Cooks, this is them talking about, this is them speaking on it. Uh, Brandon Cooks, he was talking about going to different places, but he ended up going here. He ended up staying. Uh, first round pick with the Saints, traded to the Patriots, traded to the Rams, traded to the Texans. <laughs> so he's staying there. What is that? That looks kind of good. Um, don't be sleeping on Brandon Graham. I mean, Brandon uh, Cooks. You can sleep on Brandon Graham all you want. He, this is, I'll, I'll show it to you. If you want to see it, I'll show it to you. So, he's a deep threat. Like I said, I like guys who make, who have a specialty uh, skill set about it. speed, height, toughness. Blocking, you know, something that they can hang their hat on. And he's got the speed. Five for seven for 132 in his first game. Nine for 14, getting 14 targets there. Uh, 11 targets, seven targets, five targets. That wasn't great. Nine of 13 targets. Uh, five of seven targets. Ooh, for 21 yards, that's not great. Six for six for 83, the touchdown. Six for 14 targets. Uh, two for three, not great. Three for five, not great. That'll get you 7.5 points. But he threw a touchdown there for 13. Uh, three for six. Ooh, he had a rushing attempt, too. How many rushing? He had two rushing attempts for 21 yards. Um, three for six for 38 with the rushing attempt here. Uh, eight for 11 for 101. Seven for 10 for 102. Seven for 11 for 66 and the touchdown. And three for four for 26. So he has some kind of lame games in there, but he also has some good games. And he ended up with 90 for one for 1,037, six touchdowns. Which, you know, isn't, you know, they don't even, they're not even counting PPR here. This is just strictly, uh, excuse me, first. This is strictly um, uh, standard scoring. And he's, he did okay. 
Yeah, it's not bad for uh, he played all his games. Uh, no, he didn't. He played sixteen games. Like sixteen games, he missed week sixteen, um, and still went over a thousand yards, six touchdowns. So it's not bad. He, you know, he's the kind of guy that, you know, he's a wide receiver three. Why not? Why not? So he's somebody to keep on your radar, even with Davis Mills over there. Because he's going to be the guy who catches pretty much all the balls. They don't have much of a... And they didn't... We're going to get into um, free agents. And I want to go over a couple of things. Yeah, I want to go over something specific I want to show you. So uh, don't go sleep on on, on uh, Brandon Cooks. The offense might be getting a little better. And I'm going to show you that in a minute. But uh, for now... Uh, Brandon Cooks. Okay. For now, you can go take a piss. Twelve Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support Twelve Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code one two o z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly. Cubs. Now I can't get can't get nothing to work no more. All of a sudden everything's broke. Whole thing's broke. There we go. So let's uh, go over. We're gonna go over quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Uh, guys who can make um, a difference this year, uh, but we'll wait and see. So uh, we're just gonna go through boom, 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 just like that. Um, so uh, James Winston's coming back. He's going to get drafted. He was doing, he was doing well last year until he got hurt. And um, you know he's going to start. He's going to be the starter this year. He's only twenty eight. Him and Marcus Mariota, who came out in the same draft class, are the number one, number two uh, quarterbacks given the most money in uh, in uh, the offseason. So, but uh, James Winston. Uh, He's going to get drafted. He's probably going to be somewhere in the, in the teens, especially since he's coming off an injury. Uh, but he's got offense around there. They don't have Sean Payton anymore. But uh, we'll see if some of that can move on. You know, they, Some of what he learned last year can uh, keep up with it. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Marcus Mariota, number two, going to Atlanta. Uh, he'll be... we got to see what they do uh, in the draft. I think, like I said, they're going to go... They're not going to go quarterback. 
They're going to go something else. They're going to go uh, keep Marcus Mariota there. Uh, maybe an offensive lineman because they do pick kind of high. Uh, we'll see. But uh, I don't think they're going quarterback. So I think Marcus Mariota is going to be the quarterback there, which is going to um, you know, leave them open to, 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 to get somebody else. They're going to need a, a wide receiver, too. You can't just have Kyle Pitts. So I expect them to get a wide receiver early. Maybe not round one, but probably round two, round three. Um, Mitch Trubisky, he's a guy I'm really going to keep my eye on, especially going into um, the draft. If the if the Steelers do not immediately get a quarterback, and when I say immediately, I mean if not in the first round, second round, definitely going for one of the uh, um, Bill Parcells. All the way there. I always just go right to the Bill Parcells thing. But I want to know about. Um, Ritter, I think, is one of the guys that could get picked up. I mean, Pickett and Willis are going to go first round. They're talking about Coral going in first round as well. But Ritter, I kind of like because he, he hits all the boxes. Uh, and people, you know, say that he's. Uh, It doesn't really sound much. Uh, but the, he seems to be one of the guys that they like um, in terms of quarterbacks. Uh, if they go out and get a guy like that, I would be concerned if I was Mitch Trubisky. But uh, we got to see. But as of right now, got to like Mitch Trubisky a little bit. They have wide receivers over there that they can throw the ball to. They've got a running back over there that they can throw the ball to. Uh, he's had some success in the league. Not a lot. Uh, especially after his second year, he kind of fell off the map. But... I think he's the kind of guy that they're going to uh, give him a shot if they don't, if they haven't identified a guy in the draft that they want to go and get. Uh, I think he's got a shot to, to have a good season this year. He's a guy who's going to, and he's probably not going to get drafted. He's a guy who's going to be on the free agent market very quickly, very quickly after the draft. Um, or you can pick him up real late as a, yeah, maybe. As a maybe kind of guy. Um, I would keep an eye on Mitch Trubisky, keep an eye on him in the, in the, the preseason and uh, see what happens there. Uh, Tyron Taylor, Geno Smith, uh, this is pretty recent because uh, they got Geno Smith in there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Jacoby Brissett, Trevor Simeon, Andy Dalton, no. Kyle Allen, keep an eye on Kyle Allen. He's only 26. He's had, he's played a little bit. He, he can't stay healthy. That's his problem. But, if Davis Mills kind of falls apart a little bit, we've got Kyle Allen there. We'll throw him in there, see what happens. Because as much as Davis Mills, Davis Mills accomplished a lot. He went in there as a rookie. Now, granted, that team was going to stink. They knew that team was going to stink. and But he went in there and played his ass off and won a couple games. So he's earned the right to be the starter this year. But that doesn't mean he's earned the right to to, to be given year after year, you know, like, like a number one pick would, would would be. So he's probably going to be on a short leash. He screws up, Kyle Allen could be right there. And like I said, they have um, Brandon Cooks. Uh, they've also got, and we're going to go over that real soon, they, they, they've, they've got some, uh, I'll show you, I'll show you. They, this offense could be better uh, next year. 
Uh, Blaine Gabbard, Jason Daniel, and the rest of these guys are pretty much meh. And, but the, and these guys are still out there. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 39, still out there. Jesus. Uh, AJ McCarron. Josh, nobody wants Josh Rose. Nobody wants that dude. First round pick that nobody wants you. Nobody. Um, not great. Not great. But uh, there's some guys that you keep, keep your eye on. Uh, let's look at running backs. Uh, I've made some points about running backs that I, I'd like to go into. I just want to reiterate some of them. Um, Leonard Fournette, he's getting drafted. I, I don't expect him to do what he did last year. And last year was, you know, he, he, he didn't get, I mean, last year was tough. Leonard Fournette had, had, a, had a pretty good year, but I, I don't see him repeating that. It's going to be tough. Chase Edmonds uh, going to Miami uh, is good, but Chase Edmonds is another guy. Yeah, played well for a little stretch, but hasn't. He was never a guy who's going to. All right, we got Chase Edmonds. We're good. Twelve hundred yards, ten touchdowns later, we're good to go. He's kind of a cat pass catching guy. He's more PPR. I don't see him as the guy going in there and getting twenty carries. Not that a lot of teams have that anymore anyway. But he's not going to be the guy coming in and getting twenty carries and catching five balls out of the backfield. He's going to be the, the, the pass-catching guy. And if they find someone who can take, uh, who can run the ball effectively, Jess Edmonds, all right, you just catch balls, buddy. That's all you do. You just sit up, fly up, thump off, thump off. You just do that. That's all you got to do. So uh, that's how I see Chase Edmonds. I'm, I'm just not a big fan of his. Cordell Patterson, like I've told you, do, you know, let somebody else draft Cordell Patterson. J.D. McKissick coming back. Now, it's going to be... A different situation, I think, uh, a little bit with J.D. McKissick. I think his role is going to be the same. I just think it's going to be a little diminished. Uh, people, you know, oh, well, you know, he did so well with uh, Antonio Gibson last year. I think Antonio Gibson was hurt pretty much the whole year, and he got more run than he probably would have if uh, Gibson wasn't being taken care of every week, and every week we have to, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to put him in the, the cryogenic freezer or whatever the hell they did to him. And uh, brought him out for Sunday and shot him up to get out there and play, which shows toughness on Antonio Gibson's part. Um, but uh, I think that could impact J.D. McKissick when, oh, this guy's just fine now. Okay, then we'll let him run the ball 30 times a game. Because they want to run the ball. They want to run the ball and play defense. That's what they want to do. So um, I'm not, I mean, Jay, let's, I mean, J.D. McKissick has value. It's just how much value is uh, to be determined. Uh, this is the guy I definitely keep an eye on. Or Sean Petty. He had a really good season uh, towards the end of the season. When he played, he played well. Um, now, they had Russell Wilson there, which is probably scares a lot of defenses. But you still have the t- those two guys outside. So th- the makeup of the offense looks good. It's just who's pulling the trigger. Now, if you've got uh, uh, Drew Locke pulling the trigger, that's a little different. Uh, so I, I'm not a huge fan of Drew Locke, like I've said. That's why I thought maybe they would go after... Uh, Baker Mayfield in Seattle, which they, they still can, but you've got two quarterbacks there that are going to be fighting it out. And it's really just a one-man race there, but if Geno Smith outplays him, all right, we're going with Geno. He did throw for five touchdowns, one pick last year, 700 yards, something like that. So, you know, maybe they see him as a stopgap to getting to a real quarterback next year. Maybe they draft a guy. Maybe they do pick up Baker Mayfield. Who knows? But if they can stabilize that quarterback position, Rashad Penny looks a lot better because I don't know how much 
time Chris Carson has uh, left in Seattle. The guy keeps getting hurt. Uh, Brandon Bolden, uh, 32 years old, going to Las, Las Vegas just to hang out with um, Josh McDaniels. Meh. Dare uh, Ugabawale going to Houston. Eh. Raheem Mostert going to Miami. Like I've, like I've said before, Raheem Mostert, uh, as long as he didn't lose any of that speed, uh, is a big play threat. And if he goes there and Chase Edmonds breaks down, you got a shot to have Raheem Mostert maybe play uh, as well as he did going at the end of the 2019 season when he was just blowing shit up. Um, and that could, you know, at, now he's getting on in age and he's had injuries, so I don't give that much of a percentage chance, chance of happening, but could. And if it does, and you're on the, you know, you got, you're on the Raheem Mostert bandwagon, you know, you could be in for uh, a couple good weeks of uh, a lot of yards, breaking, breaking big plays. So we'll see about that. Here's another guy, Marlon Mack. Been on, got injured, bad injury, got the torn ACL. Came back, played sparingly. Got the, still got, some, still got some play in there. So got to, you know, be acclimated to the speed of the game. But did not play much last year, kind of, you know, um, kind of only got in there a little bit. And now they have Jonathan Taylor, so Marlon Mack is gone. Gone, but going to the Houston Texans and not, not soon to be forgotten because you're going to have to play against him. And I got a funny feeling. They, they really don't have much over there. They, they want to run the ball, and I think they have a guy over there. I think they want to run the ball with – a running one running back, you know, have other guys do things that are, you know, the, the, on the on the periphery of the main running back. You know, you know, that could be Marlon Mack's spot. He was he was a thousand yard rusher prior to uh, getting hurt. Um, before they brought in uh, Jonathan Taylor, he was their running back. They went out and got Jonathan Taylor, and things just went nuts. And now Marlon Mack is expendable, and but he's only twenty six years old. A year out from having an injury, he could be uh, in line for a good season, a very good season. It's possible, but uh, we have to see if he's uh, fully recovered from the injury. He's a guy you got to watch in uh, the preseason to see how he looks. Uh, the rest of these guys, I'm not really big on. Uh, I mean, I know I'm wrong, you know, saying I'm not big on these guys because some of these, at least one of these guys, is going to make an impact next year. But uh, those are the guys I have my eye on. Um, in terms of Melvin Gordon's still out there, still out there. Uh, Tariq Cohen, he's small. David Johnson, I think he's had, I think he's had it. Uh, Jalen Rashard, Philip Lindsay, who I liked, still out there. Sonny Michelle, who played well last year, still out there. Carlos Hyde getting old. Um, Devontae Freeman, thirty years old. Wow, he's thirty already. Alex Collins, Corey Clement. Wayne Gallman, Buddy Howell, and Le'Veon Bell at 30. 30, he's done. He was the number, he was the, the top three pick a couple years ago. He's done. So, uh, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. But uh, those are the uh, my quarterbacks and running backs that I keep, I'm keeping an eye on so far. There's going to be more, I know. They're not done signing guys. Some of these guys are going to, he's going to get, Melvin Gordon's going to get drafted. Uh, Tyreek Cohen's probably going to get picked up. He's going to get drafted. Uh, so Michelle's going to get drafted. Uh, they just haven't, you know, they just haven't figured out their market value yet. So uh, 
we'll see how that uh, shakes itself out. So we're going to get into wide receivers and tight ends. But first, well, before this, <laughs> tune in to the AM Drive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern as they deliver the best in sports talk and pop culture to start your morning off. Hosted by Marco Cagalas and Aaron Crouch. I know those guys. So, it's Scotty Gourmet. This is a segment of the show I call Love... Oh, no, no, no. We don't, we're not doing Love is Nice. No, Love is Nice. Biscotti Gourmet offers a new take on an old Italian tradition, a soft-baked mini biscotti, and many delightful flavors. Lemon's my favorite. Uh, go to BitscottyGourmet.com and use the promo code TALKMAN for 20% off your order. Any flavor is a wonderful compliment with a coffee in the morning or as a guilty pleasure treat. Check it out. BitscottyGourmet.com We've done all that. We've done all this. We're going to go back to this. Look at some wide receivers because there has been some. There has been some wide receiver news to add to the confusion going into next year of who to pick up, who to draft. And we're going to talk about that right now too. So uh, we've already gone over this. These are all pretty much. Uh, I've gone over them already. Christian Kirk, I'm not big on. That could be a mistake on my part, but uh, yeah, I'm not big on that. Allen Robinson to the Rams. Valdez Scantling to Kansas City. Uh, Russell Gage going to Tampa Bay. Uh, I do kind of like that. Zay Jones, Cedric Wilson, Jakeem Grant. I think that's a recent one. Uh, DJ Chark, Traquan Smith, um, Gunnar Zlaski. I don't know why. Uh, Byron Pringle went to uh, Chicago because I guess. Oh, well, the guy in Chicago is gone. So he, the, the guy who was Navy, the guy who was coaching in the Chicago, he's gone. So Sandy Watkins going to the Green Bay. Now, this is interesting. They got him at $4 million, and they're just paying him $4 million. Here you go. It's $4 million for you. Um, this adds to the... I mean, he's, he's going to be 29. This adds to the speculation on who's going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers' number one wide receiver. Who's going to get all these targets? All these really, really accurate targets. Who's going to get them? Now you throw Sammy Watkins into the mix. Into the mix. You had Eddie Lazard. Um, you had... Um, Amari Rogers, who uh, was a rookie last year, played um, with special teams, stuff like that. Um, and got a little bit of a run, but he's, I think he's mostly the, the, the kick returner. Caught a couple balls here and there. Uh, but Sammy Watkins coming in at 29. 29 is, you know, that's not terrible. Uh, playing uh, in Green Bay could be the guy who takes over all those targets. Now, it's, it, it, it adds to the mix. He doesn't have the rapport. That could develop real quickly. It uh, could not develop at all. Um, but we're going to have to wait and see. This adds another, you know, there's just another piece of information that we're going to need to dissect through to make the correct uh, choice when you're drafting. Depending if he makes it to the season. Uh, some of these guys are going to get hurt. Some of these guys right here are going to be hurt. Just that's just the, the nature of the beast. So uh, Sammy Watkins, interesting uh, thing to look into. Uh, keep an eye on. Keep a good eye on that um, going into the season. Another pickup. So under the radar, you wouldn't even give it a second thought. Keeping I'm keeping a good eye on this guy. Ray Ray McLeod, 25 years old, going for Pittsburgh, San Francisco. 
when he was in Pittsburgh, he was they used him all they used him all over the place. They used him in the backfield. They used him out uh, out wide. He was the they called him the gimmick guy. He was the gimmick guy. He's going to San Fran now to play in an offense where they attack you from all, all different angles. And I think he's going to have a big impact on uh, uh, on San Francisco this year, especially if you uh, if they can't get Brandon Ayuk going right, uh, or they have some injuries. Uh, especially in the running back department, which he could be a running back. They used him in the running back at the running back position last year. So Ray Ray McLeod is a guy that people are nobody going to talk about. I'm talking about him. Ray Ray McLeod. I'm saying now, keep an eye on him. He's going to be fancy relevant next year. Um, Ty Montgomery Juju going to Kansas City at 25 years old is huge. Uh, I think he's going to take over for. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Now, Tyreek Hill has a totally different uh, uh, skill set than Juju Smith-Schuster, but he seems to be the guy. He's the only guy out there that, outside of <laughs> outside of Travis Kelsey who's uh, uh, had a decent season. You know, he was a thousand-yard receiver um, when Antonio Brown was there, but now you still have another guy over there. Who, who needs to be guarded, kind of like Antonio Brown, maybe not so much on the, on the, on the um, um, quarterback side, but you have to pay attention to him, and you're going to probably use a quarterback for help. So it's possible he could be the guy who takes up for Tyreek Hill next year. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. Uh, the rest of these guys, uh, Jameson Crowder, they just bring guys into Buffalo. Just, just bring guys in here. We don't care. Uh, Zach Pascal going to Philly. That could be uh, impactful uh, because they really don't have a number two wide receiver over there. And, and, and forget about uh, uh, Rieger. That guy stinks. Uh, so they, they might bring him in. Just and plus he, yeah, you know, he doesn't know. He coached the, the coach here, coach there. So uh, that's going to be interesting. Lacron Treadwell going back to this guy. I really thought he was going to be better. He was drafted really high. Uh, Rashard Higgins going to Carolina. Uh, the rest of these guys, meh. Julio Jones not picked up. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Manuel Sanders, old. All these guys are old. Marquise Goodwin's old. Hashe Sharp, I liked him. Christian Blade saying that, you know, I don't know what the rest of the guys are. Uh, so finishing up, we're going to look at tight ends who have been picked up. So those are wide receivers to keep an eye on in terms of free agents. Uh, CJ Zama, going to the, the Jets are going, we're getting tight ends. Oh, okay, have fun with that. Um, Gerald Everett going to the uh, Chargers. Uh, Evan Ingram going to the that's, Durham Smythe going to Miami, staying in Miami. Austin Hooper to Tennessee. Um, Hayden Hurst. Watch out for Hayden Hurst. I, I liked him last year going into Atlanta. Things kind of fell apart. And then they got uh, Pitts, and that was the end of that. So keep an eye on Hayden Hurst coming out of Cincinnati, taking over for C.J. Uzama and having a good season. I think that's going to work for him. And the rest of these guys, Anthony Ferguson went to Atlanta too. But uh, that's about it. So that's the show. See you next week.